You are now tuning into the In the Pocket edition of the Gainsport Show, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media, also known as GEM. This In the Pocket edition is presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sports Center Bar and Grill is located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, and has been named the Sioux's Best Sports Bar for five years in a row. Count them, five years in a row. Also named the Sioux's Best Wings for two years in a row. Head on down to Sports Center today to enjoy many delicious menu options in house or for takeout. In particular, highlight Mondays and Wednesdays so you can have the pleasure to enjoy 75 cent wings from the best in town. Sports Center is the original home to the game sports show since 2015, a true member of the family. And with the atmosphere Sports Center brings, there is no better spot to enjoy the game or time with friends. The game sports show sends a cheers and a salute to the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah! It's time for the Game Sports Show in the Pocket Edition, presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. This is your host, David McKaig. Here on the Game Sports Show, we are powered by GEM, the game, entertainment, and media. And I already said my name off the hop here. Let's go to my co-host here joining me for this in the Pocket Edition. Going first from someone all the way in Escanaba, Michigan, the one and only EJ Russell. EJ, how's Yo. it going? How's it going, man? How you doing? How's he, how is Escanaba? I'm good. It's snowing like heck right now. Uh, it's it's a beautiful day though. Uh, Championship Sunday. We're recording here uh, live on Sunday, uh, getting ready for the big game. So I'm excited. It's definitely big. I know our in the pocket edition usually we do on Wednesdays, but we've been changing things up a little bit because we want to make sure all of our analysis and reviews are up to date because of COVID and potential injuries, etc. We want to make sure we get the release out just before the games so you can hear us before the games. As well. Now, going to the other co-host here, joining me tonight is the one and only Justin Heichel. You're in Sault Ste. Marie with me, my friend, but we're not inside the Gem Studios. I'm the only one inside Gem Studios currently. You're still at home. We were recording through Skype following our protocols here with COVID-19. We're still in lockdown here in Ontario. How are you doing, my friend? Not bad. I'll say I'm uh, recording from my garage studio. How about that? The Heichel uh, Garage Studio. Is it called the Philip Rivers Garage? No, we're not talking. No, it's called retired. Yeah. The garage. Fucking goddamn it, Philip Rivers. But had to go there off the hop, eh? Yeah, we had to, but we have some good rumors potentially. Maybe, maybe. We'll get into that after we're going to go through the analysis of the game quick. And then we're going to go some back and forth about the Detroit Lions in particular with now Matthew Stafford, uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Just bring up a few things before we wrap up our show. So let's kick it off right off the hop with talking about the conference games. All right. I want to talk about the Buccaneers and the Packers. They're the first game on the dock here. All right. You got Brady, who is obviously the GOAT. I'm sorry, Hike. I know that probably still kind of burns your gears a little bit from him being a former Patriot. You have the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. You can never doubt Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, you, you can't. You can't count him out. There's a guy who, in my opinion, is an MVP favorite, if not the front runner, uh, potentially, for that. You got the Buccaneers and the Packers. This is going to be a good game. If you wanted your Sunday to start, I'm actually happy it's starting with the Buccaneers and Packers. I'm happy that the Bills and Chiefs are the, the considered the night game here tonight. So, EJ, I'm going to go over to you. Let's talk about the Buccaneers and, Packs, and Packers. Sorry. Well, I mean, for where I live, we got a ton of Packers fans here, so this is uh, quite the buzz here this week in Escanaba. Uh, but listen, we got a matchup of two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Tom Brady and his six Super Bowl rings, goes up against Aaron Rodgers, who likely is the MVP this year and has a Super Bowl ring of his own. Uh, this is going to be a tough matchup, spreads three, three and a half, depending on what site you look at, uh, with the Packers getting the edge here. Uh, but I do think that Green Bay 
will find a way to win at home in the playoffs. Going to Lambeau Field, okay, Tampa Bay, you're a warm-weather team. Those teams never typically do well when they go into these kind of environments. Um, yes, Tom Brady's experience is, is going to weigh heavily here, uh, but he is missing Antonio Brown, and, and I do think that uh, you can give the check mark if you want to Brady here, but when you look at the running game and the receiving game, specifically Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, I give them both the check marks over uh, Tampa Bay's next best players, which are Ronald Jones and Mike Evans. I, I, I just think Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers are going to be too much to handle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've got a great defensive line up front. Uh, they've been playing great football this year. They did pound Green Bay in the earlier matchup. Uh, I just think that Green Bay finds a way to squeak this one out at home. You know, Justin, the one thing that I want to slide over. And I did bet Green Bay here, too. I'll put that out. The Michigan Sportsbook Online Gambling just opened up. I did put a small wager here uh, on the Packers with the spread. Oh, there you go. So you got to trust our bets with that, especially when we talk about our pick'em edition. So obviously, going with your views there, EJ, I'll jump in here first before I even transition over to Justin. A lot of things I was echoing there. You will brought up the weather. And obviously, Brady has that. Experience, you brought that up, has the experience of such because of playing in Foxborough, right? But the, the Buccaneers as a whole, this is a team that before the season began, I remember thinking myself that this is going to be, oh, damn, if everyone comes back and plays with the form that they could, this will be a Super Bowl contender. As the season's going on and it starts, you're like, oh, the Buccaneers are trying to find their way. They're not really clicking. Things didn't really start gelling until basically the midpoint of the season, right? That's fair enough. They finished 13 and five on the season. The uh, the Packers finished 14 and three. If I may say, well, AB AB coming in was it was a was a key. I'll say timestamp yeah. in the season for them. Huge, and I I didn't think it would be right because of what happened and transpired in his life before rejoining the NFL ranks because of all the media, social media drama, the drama that was going on with himself. He, he's not the Antonio Brown that we were used to seeing with the Steelers, but he came in and there's a nice little fit there in Tampa Bay. But even with the Packers, I, call me an idiot here, I guess, with this, because I didn't think the Packers were as good as they were. I guess I doubted Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I figured this would be a team that would be a playoff team, but to be a 14-3 and three team, a team that is now in the Final Four, I didn't think they'd get that far. So fair to say, these are two teams that I didn't think were going to be in this respective position at this current point in the year, to be honest. I And honestly, me being somebody who respects Tom Brady but dislikes Tom Brady because all he does is win, okay? And I'm thinking of that all I do is win song in my head right now when I say that. I, I really feel that these are two teams that are evenly matched in terms of kind of what they can bring to the table, but you brought up the point with Green Bay, Devontae Adams, and just with you saying Aaron Rodgers, man, like the guy is absolute stud in the pocket. And there's He's only got five picks this year. <laughs> like unbelievable, right? And it's in the battle last week between Brady and Breeze. I hope Breeze doesn't go out in that realm, but rightfully so that may be a thing, like we're throwing four INTs and uh, obviously battling the year with injuries. I wish we kind of would have saw a better battle last week because I feel like if Breeze was himself, they could have been above the Buccaneers. But this is going to be something very interesting to watch here today because you got two veteran quarterbacks. One's obviously a good amount younger than the other one still and is still in the running for being an MVP and has a big game to prove here to try to get Green Bay back to the Super Bowl. Justin, your thoughts? I mean, as much as it pains me to say it, because there's a lot of people that know how much I dislike the Packers. Like, they're probably number two to how much I dislike the Patriots. <laughs> um, 
they just kind of seem like a team with destiny on their side this year. Like they're, they're kind of lights out. I mean, having the game in Green Bay after Brady's played in you know warm weather Tampa all season, I think also gives. And them they a- got fans. Yeah, well, that like right. having the fans there, it's Green Bay. The, the aura is there. Like, I, I'm I'm thinking Green Bay takes it. I mean, personally, I took Tampa by four on uh, my pro line ticket today, just because I'm playing the odds. Um, but I think not having Antonio Brown, he gave you that matchup X factor that Scotty Miller doesn't really, you know, Scotty Miller doesn't get the same amount of respect as you're going to give Antonio Brown on defense. Um, and having, you know, Antonio Brown, Gronk, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Ronald Jones, or Fournette. I mean, the defense has to respect those guys. And so Brady's got options out there and he's smart enough that he can pick apart any defense. Um, so that uh, losing Antonio Brown to me is key, and I mean Aaron Jones is playing on a contract here, um, so he's not gonna. You know, I don't know. I, I'm giving Green Bay the edge in this, but I bet Tampa. So call me well. And the one part that, that that no one's talking about too, and let's call this dead even right down the middle because Brady is the kind of quarterback that can find a way to win this game. Yep. Uh, I I will give Green Bay the edge on kicking. Mason Crosby's been doing this for a very long time. If it comes down yeah. to a field goal, I'll take Green Bay here. I I trust their kicker. Uh, that's a good point. Now, one thing that I wanted to bring up here, I thought, call me crazy, but Mike Evans. I feel like he hasn't been that Mike Evans that he could be this year. I don't know if it's because of the cast. I don't know if it's because different, or, or or am I crazy for for saying that? I think I, I think that the team. Yeah. And. The team has many more weapons. You have Antonio Brown normally out there as well. Chris Godwin is playing out of his mind. He's playing fantastic football. They're, they're, Gronkowski's there. You, you still got O.J. Howard or whatever their other tight end pieces are. Um, there's a lot of options to spread the ball around, and Tom Brady's the kind of quarterback that traditionally does spread the ball around unless he's got um, one of those little white guys in the slot that he likes throwing to, like Edelman or Wes Welker. But he's spreading the ball out a lot, and that's what he's done throughout his career. See, that's where, and Justin, I, maybe you could chime in on that. See, I think Evans could be a, a difference maker in this game. And that, maybe that's an obvious point, though. I mean, uh, uh, just uh, on the shifty white guy note, if you're uh, doing a DraftKings or a FanDuel today, maybe Scotty Miller is a uh, a good option. I mean, Cameron Brait was a stud. Ooh, little Scotty Miller. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I it, it's interesting. I mean, this is going to be like a, it's a duel. I think it's going to be the duel we expected Brady and Breeze to be last week. But yeah. it's like, Breeze is too beat up this year. That's, I mean, the fact that the guy just came back and he's he's sustained the amount of injuries you'd if you got hit by a transport, like punctured lung, broken ribs. Like, I don't know, man. The guy's got heart, but. I hope he doesn't have to go out like that, but I really do think that was the end for Drew Brees last week too. Yeah, good point. But the overall, when you think of Green Bay and the Pack or the Packers, Green Bay and the Packers, yeah, that's the same thing. Packers and the Buccaneers. That Tom Brady and Rodgers. Do you give the edge to Rodgers still here as the quarterback because of his season being younger, athleticism, or do you give the edge to Brady because of his rings? He's got the gauntlet basically and rings. If everyone knows my Avengers reference Uh, and just overall that experience, or do you really only cut the experience and cut your decision by going by weather based right now, despite Tom Brady's experience in the weather? Like what is it not? You mentioned a kicker, EJ, like Crosby, definitely. 
definitely the edge and kicking. If you've got a field goal, that's the way to go. I'm thinking Evans could be a big point. Uh, Miller, you mentioned high, could be a, a big point. But going the obvious route here with Rodgers and Brady, is there an edge in anybody? Is, is Rodgers got the edge, EJ? Does Brady have the edge? Or, or is there any edge? Rodgers has the edge because he's playing at home, okay? And I know that Tom Brady did play a lot of, of his career in New England where the weather's not always great. But Lambeau Field in January is a different animal, okay? And Aaron Rodgers and that team will be more prepared physically, and I'm talking in their game preparations to make sure that their hands are warm, they're doing the right things on the sideline. They know how to keep their bodies in top shape in that environment, probably a lot better than this Tampa Bay team does. And because of that, I'm not just going to give Aaron Rodgers the edge here. I'm also going to give Aaron Jones the edge. I think that the Packers running game is going to be the reason that they win this game. That's a very good point. Now, Justin, you know, the big thing with this game, obviously, uh, before we move up, transition to the next game today that we're going to be talking about, is the difference on your end between these two quarterbacks, as well as what can be a big pivotal point in the game besides what we've already brought up between these two quarterbacks. And I honestly think it's probably just going to be the, the home, like the home home field advantage. Yeah. I, I think the Brady's never played a playoff game in green Bay. Didn't know so that he either. doesn't, he's yeah. not going to, he's, you know, the, the aura of green Bay is something else. There's this, I, as much as I dislike the Packers, there's something about that place where it charms the living and, hell out of you. And I, and I live two hours away. Like, I've driven to Green Bay to go to Cabela's or whatever. And when you look at Lambeau Field, it's like if, if the NFL had church, Lambeau Field's it. It is just – you look at it, and it's an intimidating thing. Like, And that's without even ever stepping foot inside. So Lambeau is its own monster. See, what are they allowing for fans, EJ? Like, what are they – maybe Heiko can answer. I'm not sure what the percentage is, but uh, they're trying their best to maintain social distancing. There's yep. there's seats zip-tied and stuff. See, Justin, that's so – I think Buffalo see, was like 6,500. See, I find that so, like – The Browns game I was at had like 12,000. Holy – see, I find that it's so interesting. I know we're two different countries, but we're so close together, right? The States, Canada, and what's going on in Canada currently, especially in Ontario. It's like America and America light. Wink, wink. That's for you Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> but why – you look at – I'm looking to use hockey as a reference. I know we're in the pocket, but Arizona. Like, they actually had some fans, you know, in their game, Not and they really don't have a lot of fans. Really, they probably had as much as they did or would have had if the season started – or if the season started – if the season was right. The people that go to – the people that go to Coyotes games are usually fans of the other team. <laughs> Sorry, Arizona fans. I've been there. Listen, I, I considered myself – a closeted Coyotes fan because I was stationed uh, 10 minutes away from the arena at Luke Air Force Base um, when I was serving their country. But uh, trust me, when you go to those games, most of the people are there to see the other team. That's, that's so funny. It's a little plug for our hockey discussions here. But I, I just find it so amazing about uh, now you got in Canada, well, you got hockey teams are trying to get fans in there with a certain amount and try to get approval from the government. But in the States, it is actually going. And that is, with a limited amount of fans in there, that could be a little bit of an edge too. But it's not the same loudness if there was, if there was 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever, 1,000 in, in the arenas, right, or in the stadiums. So it's certainly going to be a very good game today between the Packers and the Buccaneers. And I, I think, I know uh, Justin went with, uh, I believe you said you went with the Buccaneers on this one. Uh, EJ, you chose the Packers, correct? 
Yeah, so I've got I've got a couple of different bets. I'll start off with this one. My bet on this game, I'm solely talking about this game. Um, I bet through the Barstool Sportsbook, which just opened up here in Michigan. Uh, so a little plug there for them, I guess. But uh, I took uh, Green Bay plus three and a half. Um, or is it minus three and a half? Hold on. Let me check my bet slip here. I'm terrible with gambling. I don't know what I'm doing, so I'll admit that. <laughs> Justin, yeah, speaking of that, I might need a little help with uh, reminding myself about ProLine. I know you and I have experience working at a particular building that involves those. I I got Green Bay minus three and a half, so I think Green Bay is going to win this game by a lot. Green Bay, good call. Justin? Gambler the Magnificent is about to uh, head down to the local corner store and throw down on some ProLine tickets again because the props list just came out, so. Yeah, dude. There you go. See, you, you got. Did you say you said Green Bay, right? Or did you go Tampa? No, Tampa. I, I took Tampa by four. Tampa. Tampa. So you got Tampa to be the split here. <sighs> hey, speaking of prop bets, real quick, just speaking of prop bets, I'm looking on TV right now. Um, the prop bet is Scotty Miller over one and a half receptions. Oh, 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 over by. Can I take over times five? That's there you go. There's your month. There's your bet. There Scotty you Miller over one and a half. <laughs> Scotty, big big money right there, big money. And to be the be kind of the other side and split this, I actually want to say Green Bay because I think they're truly the better team to an extent. But for God's sakes, for some reason, when I see Brady, I can't bet against Brady, despite what Rodgers is, despite everything that we talked about here. If I'm placing a bet, I'm going with the Buccaneers today. Uh, now. My bets haven't been great. I've had an awful playoff round in terms of bets. <laughs> Thank you, Pittsburgh. Uh, and honestly, you're uh, welcome. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but <laughs> why? You don't think I'm not gonna? I'm definitely taking my shot there. And I would like to add this since we're gonna talk about my. I'm gonna talk about my Browns for a minute. They were maybe two plays away from getting to the AFC Championship Wait, game. What, what a year they had. I mean, no. congratulations to the Browns. I yeah, got that's it. Congrats. I, I will round of applause there. I mean, the Browns were fun to watch all year this year. That was good. It was nice to see. And yeah. we beat Pittsburgh. Now, see, I don't like that part, but seeing the Browns win, I like seeing those teams that haven't had success in a long time. Get that. And I, for the Browns, the Bills, right, who didn't win a Super Bowl when they've made it there. And now hopefully the Lions can eventually get into that part so we can have some local fans be happy that are really in tune with this show. But Well, Dave, the Bills are playing. We can get into that. The, the bills we're gonna get into that right now ej but first quick commercial break i know sometimes we do our commercial freeze but we're gonna give some plugs to a couple sponsors here just a, about a minute or two of your time to hear that so i can take a sip of this uh infused coffee if you will here while i'm sitting inside the gem studios here doing a more of a morning upload within the pocket justin ej and myself will be right back after these messages You are listening to The Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game, entertainment, and media. This upload is brought to you by SportsCenter Bar & Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out SportsCenter in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75-cent wing nights. So delicious, you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. SportsCenter Bar & Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. The Game Sports Show and Game Entertainment Media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up as free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. 
You can follow the Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at the Game Sports Show. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. This is the In the Pocket Edition presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar five years in a row. Best wings two years in a row. And they got 75 cent wing nights Monday and Wednesdays, of course, when we're able to get back in house. But don't worry, they still have takeout options available. Follow them on social media or give them a call to order your food today. Now, EJ, we already did a plug for commercials just now, but you know what? Let's give us another plug. I'm going to throw a Hail Mary to you to do another plug. Well, I'll tell you this. Those that have been listening to the hot seat, I, I've teased that we have a new sponsor, and we do. And our new sponsor is SoRite. That's PSO-RITE.com. SoRite is a new U-shaped fitness product uh, invented by my buddy, Mac Malahan. Uh, he's at Montana State University linebacker, fitness guru. But this U-shaped fitness product is designed uh, to help you relax your muscles, stretch your body. It's a perfect recovery and stretching tool. Uh, check it out, uh, pso-rite.com. That's so-rite.com. And if you use code GEM10, that's G-E-M-10, code GEM10, you get an additional 10% off your order. That's the new code for all of you GEM listeners. out there. That's G-E-M-10, GEM10, for an additional 10% off of your order. Check them out at SoRite.com, P-S-O-R-I-T-E.com. See, obviously great stuff, EJ. Thank you for that. And obviously your hard work with Gem and also with it, with the Hot Seat. The Hot Seat's a great show. You can check it out on our website as well as Podbean and through Spotify and all of our platforms as well. So, fellas, we got another game we're going to jump into. The second game of the day today, the Bills and the Chiefs. Starting off here with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is playing. He couldn't even really walk the last game off the field without assistance. He obviously went through the concussion protocols and all is clear. Hopefully there is no uh, incorrect diagnosis, if you will, because that could be extremely dangerous, of course. But we have a game today with between Allen and Mahomes. We got the full, no excuses. Everyone's got their players involved in terms of quarterbacks. Let's go to you first, Justin. Let's go Bills or let's go Chiefs. Who are you cheering for? And give your analysis for both ends of the game. Well, I'm uh, I'm hard on the Bills bandwagon. I mean, the uh, the Bills Colts playoff game was fun to watch, and if you can't get on the Bills bandwagon and kind of love their fan base, then screw you. It's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, the Chiefs are good. I think we could all agree with that. I mean, but Mahomes kind of playing with drunk goggles today, I think, is going to be the, uh, the the deciding factor in that game. I think Josh Allen's coming in hot. I think the entire Bills team is going to be coming in hot. And, I mean, they know that the Chiefs have an inherent weakness. If they start to get to the quarterback, you know, they can cause some real issues. Uh, I mean, maybe forcing Chad Henney in the game and a little bit of Henney magic could screw him over. But I don't think you're going to get that two weeks in a row. I really don't. I, I, unless and I'd also like to like, not talk about Chad Henney, thank you. No, it's all, it's all right. It's as much as I'd like to not talk about Philip Rivers, we're good. It's a mutual understanding. You have the Bills and you have the Chiefs, right? Uh, two teams that, like, overall are looking at kind of a, another way of, uh, in terms of their organization. The Chiefs can go back-to-back championships and be start a, a dynasty, if you will. The Bills can be that underdog team that can go on, go to the Super Bowl, and hopefully right the wrongs of the, the past in terms of the success in the Super Bowl. And they're a young team, right? Allen is a stud of a quarterback, uh, Diggs has been been uh, feeling it and digging it this year. Not sure which one would have been better to say. So I said both. 
The Bills and the Chiefs, this is going to be, I think, the most exciting game of the day, to be honest. I think if you look at the Buccaneers and Packers, we're expecting a lot of out offense and everything and everything going on at Lambeau. I think it's going to be more of a low-scoring game. I just got that feeling, A, because of the weather and just because everyone's going to play more contained. I feel like this is going to be a, gl- a gunslinger of a game. And I think Mahomes is going to be hucking that ball. Allen's going to be running and hucking that ball. Mahomes, I don't think, is going to run as much today because of his injury. I feel like he's going to he's not really a big runner as, as it is, but he would run the football. And I think that time's where he would run the football he's not going to right now but I think he's going to be a bit more cautious so he's going to really trust on his running back he's going to really trust on his receivers and his tight end to really try to carry the load to go down the field and if there's an opening he might take those steps and try to test it and go but he's going to be a lot more cautious which might be an advantage to the Bills defense so that's why in terms of myself I'm going to throw my even my prediction first out here uh, that I think the Bills are going to win this football game because of the adjustments I feel like the Bills are going to be a, that little extra uh, I think the defense is going to really charge against Mahomes and make throw the football might cause a little bit more interceptions from the stud himself with Mahomes but I could be crazy saying those things but overall the Bills are a team that are just I think a team of destiny as we talked about destiny earlier in in the show as you mentioned Justin with the Packers I think this is the year where Bills Mafia you know they're they are one of the best fan bases in football it's it's hilarious the video that you sent me with Hulk Hogan putting someone through a table and it wasn't the real Hulk Hogan obviously but it was somebody just throwing someone through a table jumping through a table people building snowmen and snow statues and everything in Buffalo I'm for Buffalo because of their fan base but my with my analysis point I think the Bills can really be aggressive on Mahomes today and do stuff to make him feel uncomfortable in the pocket. EJ? I think the edge in this game um, what really will determine it um, outside of Patrick Mahomes, and I'll get to that in a second, is, is the defense. And yes, Kansas City has had great defenses um, as of late, but they are dealing with some injuries at the linebacker and cornerback spot. Um, and I think that uh, Edmonds and everybody I um, uh Ed Oliver on the off- defensive line, they're fantastic there in Buffalo, and they've been playing great football. Uh, but besides the defenses, you know, Patrick Mahomes, if he if he's awake, if he's alive, and he doesn't shy away from getting hit because of his injury, um, Kansas City could wheel and deal and win this game easily. But they are dealing with some injuries in the offense. You know, Sammy Watkins, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Le'Veon Bell, all unlikely to play <clears throat> with different injuries. Um, I've got the Bills winning this game. I do think that their defense uh, and Stephon Diggs uh, at the wide receiver position, I think they find a way to win this football game. Uh, I'm taking the Bills here plus three, or excuse me, three and a half. And fun fact for you guys gambling, the Kansas City Chiefs this year are seven and ten against the spread. Buffalo 12 and six. I'll take Buffalo plus three. So, Justin, did you put your prediction out? I'm sorry if I missed it if you did. I'm taking the Bills. Oh, the Bills, okay. So we got a sweep here for the Bills, which people are going to call us crazy with in terms of that. But, Justin, uh, with the Bills and the Chiefs, what gives the Bills the edge? I think the, I think just the Bills are hungrier, to be honest. Like, that's – you've seen a team all year that's just fought through – I mean – the, much like we kind of talked about on the hockey show where the world junior team, you know, they don't they don't face that adversity until the last game of the tournament and it kind of screws them over. The Bills have kind of put themselves in different situations and overcame that adversity adversity different points throughout the season. And I think that's just made them a better team. 
And I mean, Josh Allen's been getting better and better every year. And we saw it with Mahomes and it kind of culminated with winning a Super Bowl last year. And I honestly think just the, the X factor in this game now is Mahomes is a weak point for the Chiefs. And the Bills defense can key on that. And if Josh Allen can get a lead, the Bills are a better team to kill the clock than the Chiefs are. See, the Chiefs, it's going to be so interesting what they do with Mahomes and how they how it goes. He says he's 100%, but wouldn't you be a bit cautious, EJ? Like, do you think he's actually 100%? Are, are we going to start doubting doctor's analysis here or diagnosis? Maybe not. I'm not a doctor. None of us are a doctor. But you, the guy could barely walk off the field last week. And we've seen this in professional sports with concussions. Myself being an area of hockey, concussions do not go away. You get one. It's a lot more riskier to get the next one. Look at Eric Lindros. Scott Stevens is the reason why he has a concussion. The guy's concussions had issues. Okay, but now – What this, a hit. Th- yeah, literally. Uh, but there's a lot of t- players, especially in football. And we can I can start quoting the Will Smith movie, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. Uh, but the concussions are so serious in the world of football that – is he actually, you think, 100%? I mean, well, I'll say this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, just I think the one point here before we kind of harp on doctors, too, is that <laughs> the players have to be truthful as well. Yeah. And so, I mean, if, if Mahomes is telling the doctor he's good to go, I mean, the team's got $500 million tied up in him. If he says he's good, he's good. That's. See, wouldn't this risk the future, though? And sorry, EG, I know you were going there, too. And you can add this to your point. Risk the future. This could cause future issues. Um, I mean, that's his choice. I, I think that uh, Hikes makes a good point here. If if Patrick Mahomes says he's good, you're paying him enough money. He, get your ass in the game. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know that the league has a shoddy history um, with doctors and concussion protocols, but I think we are in a league right now that is very, very keen on player safety. Uh, you know, not just with concussions. I think that they're doing the best job that they can with COVID-19 protocols as well. Um, yeah, I, I think if Patrick Mahomes says he's good to go, he's good to go. But the part for him that, that, that people need to realize is if he at all doubts himself or his ability on the field, Kansas City will not win this football game. Patrick Mahomes is good because he's fearless. OK, he's not afraid to stand in there and take a hit. And that hit that gave him a concussion was a very odd angle. But one thing that I would like to point out in regards to his confidence is Patrick Mahomes is a young quarterback, right? Youngest player to ever win the MVP uh, and a Super Bowl. Uh, This is his second what I'll call significant injury in his career. He hurt his knee a couple – what was it, last year or the year before? uh, And he was out and missed some time. Now he's got this concussion. He – if he doesn't play with confidence and and without fear of injury – um, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose this football game. But if he steps into the pocket confident, if he is truly 100% and he plays to the level that he can, Kansas City can take this game. Uh, so I, it's, it really a lot rides on him. It does. You got, you got like Justin said, $500 million. Sure, if the guy says he's good to go. But if the, an injury happens, there's always that what if. And hopefully it doesn't happen. But there could be future complications down the road for him. If it's something big happens, you got a Bills defense. That is pretty ruthless, too, right? Uh, well, and he, I'll say this, too. If you're going to risk an injury, the AFC Championship game is not a bad place to risk. Like, you, <laughs> you're you're riding for a trip to the Super Bowl. But part of the reason I am taking Buffalo here is, is because it is so incredibly difficult to, to win back-to-back titles. 
it's so incredibly difficult to get to multiple Super Bowls in a row, let alone four in a row. Uh, but I, I, I just don't think Kansas City is going to have enough in the gas tank today. No, I just got that feeling as well. Now, with the we talked about the the Buccaneers and the and the Packers. Obviously, we were split between two and one between that that game, and obviously a sweep here for the Bills. And I got teams that I have a soft spot for. That's the Bills. That's the Browns and the Lions. And the reason why is because yes, a lot of those teams are close by. One number one, number two, that is success that they've had recently, which isn't as much as it should be. So it's good to see two of those three teams that are having success of sorts. And the Browns aren't playing this week. They did defeat Pittsburgh, which upsets me but it's it's a positive it's the way it's the change that's going on in football and in terms of changes of football we're going to get to that quickly before we wrap up our show a couple of brief couple of bullet point topics we're going to get into but overall today will be an exciting day to watch football get on your couch enjoy your sunday the work week starting again tomorrow either if you work from home or an office wherever you may be whatever country that you are in that it's a great way to kick off and or kick kick off your start of going into the week tomorrow and just to end off your week here for the champ, the NFL conference championships games. Now, fellas, we're going to transition from that. Okay. We got a couple more minutes here. I want to go through a couple topics that have surfaced in the national uh, football league in terms of rumors and things that went on. Obviously the Detroit lions are making, you know, some moves this off season. Of course, they have brought in Dan Campbell as their coach. They, he is absolute fire. Uh, to be uh, behind the uh, behind the, the mic, it was absolutely hilarious. He it seems like he's not going to put up with any shit, and he wants success. You know, a lot of coaches do that. We've seen that in hockey. If you're a Toronto fan, I remember Mike Babcock saying he wants to put Toronto back on the map. He certainly put something on the map on his way out. Let me tell you. Uh, but overall, this is a Lions team that's looking for an identity change, and part of that change is that they're looking to trade quarterback Matthew Stafford who's been long time with that team has been loyal to that team but obviously all good things that have come to an end it hasn't been good in terms of performance but his loyalty has been measured beyond measure with the Lions sorry and he's going to be getting moved it seems like right there's him as well as you're looking at Philip Rivers did retire we're not going to talk about that though I know Justin is a little touchy but there's some that's just throwing that out there to state to everyone that he did retire we're looking to see if Drew Brees is going to be for sure retiring. Maybe if Big Ben is considering retirement, Deshaun Watson has requested a trade out. Apparently, there's a lot going on in terms of rumors. So I'm going to go to you, EJ. You pick one you want to talk about. Justin, you pick one you want to talk about. I know which one you're not going to talk about. And then myself to conclude the show here today. EJ, I think the best move that is for the Lions and Matthew Stafford to mutually agree to part ways. I think this would be a great exit point for Matt Stafford to just choose to retire here. But obviously, he feels like he has more in the tank, probably wants to take a run of the title. So he could go to a team like Indianapolis. I think that might be a good fit for him, kind of still that Midwest um, town. Uh, similar demographics in you know Cleveland, Indianapolis, Detroit, kind of this, this little L-shaped area, Chicago even in there as well. Um, but the Lions, Matthew Stafford has won you a lot of football games, but he has cost you a lot of football games. And I think that it's just it's a perfect time. New coach coming in, let him bring his pieces, the old guard out, bring the new guard in. Um, so that's probably the biggest piece for me this weekend. Like that, Justin. And I, uh, I like, you know, I like seeing Stafford and the uh, the Schefter post yesterday saying that they he wanted to move on, and obviously I'd take him. I'll take good care of him, etc. 
Um, but I, I found one of the biggest uh, interesting points this week, the new Jets uh, head coach hire. I mean, he was going to go somewhere. Everyone kind of knew he was going to get a head coach job eventually. I thought that's who the Lions were going to get. I, I honestly did, too. I thought the Lions were going hard after him, but the, the Dan Campbell hire is pretty solid. I mean, oh, like, yeah. like biting yeah. kneecaps off and everything else. <laughs> we <laughs> make it up. We're going to get up. We're going to get up. You know, you kick our, I love that. That press conference was fire. The uh, the one like the one comment line I took from uh, is it uh, Salah is it its last name right it's, I think and also what the first Muslim head coach Salah but um, Salah said, yes first Muslim yeah. head coach he Love said that his, his goal is to get his players as paid as much as they possibly can <laughs> like how can you not want to play for that guy no get me in get me like, in. <laughs> yeah if, if I coach you you're gonna be rich. All right, I bought in. I am, you know. Like that's, well, uh, and it's, it takes some guts to say that, but when you look at it, most coaches do want their players to make a ton of money well, because they don't. Exactly, they're yeah. not the ones making those decisions. Of course, they'll say that. Anyone that doesn't say that, that'd be stupid to say. But it's just unpopular to go out and actually say it on TV. So do give them credit for that. See, I mean, it's just like it's a, I think it's a ballsy thing to say in New York. That's. See, the big like thing it. is to look at Texans, right, like with these with these coaches. It's going to be an interesting year for coaching, it seems like. I know they interviewed Jim Caldwell, and obviously Josh McCowan for the head coaching position was one thing, and that's as per NFL.com. And it's going to be interesting, but the best coaching hire that I've seen, I, I love the Dan Campbell. And that, like I said, I'm in love with that press conference. I think it's absolutely fire. Uh, but the trade requests coming out of players now, this has changed much before, like in hockey and in like you don't see it as much in those sports, but in the NFL, it's starting to come up a bit more, right? You can look at the Steelers when they've had to move Bell, when they had to move Brown, right? And then you obviously look at now with Deshaun Watson, why not? You moved out Hopkins to the Cardinals. Obviously, that experiment was a head scratcher, if you will, the, one of the best, if not best receivers in the game right now, next to a few other ones that may be in debate for that. So Deshaun Watson, you know, there's a lot of potential rumors for him as well. You look at Indianapolis is in that running as well. Maybe New England is potentially in that. Maybe the Steelers, if Big Ben retires, which I don't think he will. Uh, but the Indianapolis Colts are going to be a team that's very interesting. But so are the Lions. Like if they had a mutual way to part ways from Stafford and uh, whatever happens with Stafford, I think there's a great fit for him in Indy, to be honest. But I, I'm not going to count out the Lions to look at bringing in and making a change to that team. And that's why, in my opinion, Big Ben's not going to retire. New England is going to have to look through another way to get their quarterback, in my opinion. I think Deshaun Watson ways. I think the Lions should be looking at that kind of way to make that splash. And hopefully you don't have to give up a lot of too much assets, but it's Deshaun Watson, a guy who can huck the ball, a guy who has a good ability on the ground as well to an extent. In my opinion, I feel like this is a topic that needs to be addressed is the Lions, everything about what the Lions are doing and what they're going to do. Because I feel like this is going to be a very active offseason because look at the teams that have been struggling for years beside them, the Browns, the Bills, and, the, and now – there's still that team. And that they is, all found young quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Baker and an Allen. So that is where the Lions may not be in the best position to move up in the draft. Maybe they'll want, but not going to happen. I think their best way to explore is looking at a young gun like Watson, 
and then trying to bring in some supporting cast. And the one thing that always hinders the Lions is their running game is always absolute shit in my eyes. I'm sorry. I feel like their running game is not strong, and that's one thing that needs to change. They've had a decent defense, but they cannot have that I just feel like their offense needs a full tweak and I think that's where Campbell can come in and help try to change that around that's why I think Deshaun Watson going out of Houston I don't blame him (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of shit show in Houston that may not be behind the scenes I feel like a good fit for Deshaun Watson is inside Detroit but that's what I wanted to bring to the table any final thoughts around the table before we wrap up the show yeah I did want to ask you speaking of the Steelers how do you feel about them signing Dwayne Haskins it seems like we're going to have a, a team that is, you know, very, what do you call it? <laughs> a quite vocal team, uh, if you will. Tick-talkery. Yeah, a very TikTokery team. Uh, and Chase Claypool, unfortunately, our Mapletron is starting to follow that in terms of TikTok calling out the Browns, saying that they're going to be on the couch with me the next week. Despite that, that was right. I, I like a little trash. We talk. still almost won. Yeah, you did. But the big thing is, I'm starting to see Chase follow down that path, but maybe that's the way of the sport, right? Maybe that's the way they're going with it. But I think that uh, Haskins, you know, is an interesting signing because you have a quarterback who really didn't work out inside Washington, of course. And he was a first round pick of 2019. He had a second breach of his COVID protocols. Uh, And funny thing is Haskins shares an agent with Mike Tomlin so there's 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 a connection there and I feel Tomlin and maybe even Big Ben can hopefully get something out of uh, Haskins maybe Haskins is somebody that they're going to focus on to replace Big Ben uh, when when Big Ben actually retires which I think will be after next season in my honest opinion and then if Haskins works out as a quarterback he gets a little bit of reps in there that'll be the successor to Ben if that project works out but I feel like it's a uh, a low-risk, high-reward potential signing, but hopefully they can stay the fuck off TikTok. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Justin, any final thoughts for yourself? Wow. Wrap up. You got real aggressive there, Theo. I did. I do get aggressive. Yeah, he's, uh, and by the way, I need I need to correct myself from earlier. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is likely to play this week. See, and you know what? I'm just still so spicy about the season. Everyone, where everyone said the Steelers are the worst 11-0 team in history, it seems like, and I was saying that they were wrong. Oh my god. Seems like they were uh, right. We were right. Uh, they were right, despite the injuries. But that's not a freaking excuse. Justin, any final I thoughts? Just, I don't. I don't. I don't know what you guys do to wide receivers up there. We give them a lot of different. We give them social media, and we let them have TikTok. A, they yeah. give them TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, we give you TikTok and the world of social media so you can view other things and see other things and it makes you exploit your true attitude, I guess. Maybe, this, maybe the Steelers should fire their dance coach then. And, uh... <laughs> I, you know, when people say fire Tomlin, I, that's not the way to go. I'm a fan of Tomlin, but that's, a, that's another topic for – That would be the dumbest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's stupid. That's absolute stupid. When I see fans calling for quote-unquote his head, not for real, but when they call for calling for him, shut up. I'm so, that's all i got to say about them is shut your mouth. That guy is a great coach. Even when they're winning games, he is complaining that they're winning games. He's a serious coach. I like him. But, fellas, in the pocket, we went a little extended that we wanted to, but we do that. We went to a lot of topics here that we touched up upon. The next time that we're going to be talking is going to be our Super Bowl preview show. And then after that, we'll have one more in the pocket edition to wrap up the season. We'll wrap up the season. We'll go into some off-season discussion. Then we'll have a little brief holiday from in the pocket. And what's going to replace in the pocket in the temporary? Because there's obviously no local football that we've been able to touch on. And obviously, in the National Football League will be stopped. What are we going to be transitioning to is what you question. What is going to be presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill? Well, we are going to be having a basketball edition. 
and we're going to have a title for that. I'm just going to give you a tip that we're going to have basketball discussion on the show as well as we're going to get into some bonus soccer discussion. We're going to have some bonus hockey additions through Sports Center. So just because in the pocket, it's going to have a brief holiday, which is typically a year-round show because given COVID, though, things are going to kind of change this year. We are going to have other topics that we're going to be doing uploads with myself and the full crew here inside the Gain Sports Show and Gem. So Sports Center Bar and Grill, the two best sports bar, five years in a row, two years best wings. Fantastic. Follow them on social media. Don't hesitate to hit follow like and subscribe on all of our platforms as well set them at the top you know where to search us to search us on google get on our website direct you to all the places i don't have to sit here for another two minutes to tell you where to go because we're all over the place and if you haven't tuned in to us if this is your first time welcome to listening to us make sure you listen to us again though okay because we provide some top tier content in particular shows earlier this week we had espn 1400 edition with scott he will have a show on monday this week as well there's a show last monday january the 18th there will be a show on january the 25th on espn 1400 and through our broadcasting platforms we had our strike zone edition myself and connor was i felt it was an absolute fire edition yesterday maybe i'm being a little bit biased but we also had her in the pocket here, and we'll have more in the pocket coming up. We'll have a hockey edition coming up. And our next special edition upload, I'm not going to tell you who the guest is, but we did have a great guest last time, Darren McCarty. If you haven't listened to that show, it is absolutely hilarious. EJ met him when he was a mascot. That, that is fantastic stuff. Great stories. But EJ, Can I what, tell that story? Yes, you can tell that story quickly before we close up. So I was a pro mascot, and it was youth hockey night. I was working for the – at the time, they were the Lake Erie Monsters, now the Cleveland Monsters. And so – the Grand Rapids Griffins were on the blue line. Uh, the Monsters were on the blue line. And I was standing directly next to Darren McCarty as they're announcing these youth hockey teams. And he looks over to me, and I was dressed up like one of the um, Hanson brothers from Slapshot. That was kind of our shtick. And he looks over at me, and I got my glasses with the tape on. He gives me a nod, and I'm like, he's like, how are you doing, buddy? I'm like, good, I'm going to kick your ass. And he, and he laughed at me. He goes, I'll do you one better. I'll kick all three of your asses. And it, I ended up meeting up with him later in the night, but it was awesome. Just what a great guy. Let's see. That's a great story. And with with Darren, he shared so much. And we have a lot of great special editions coming up. Myself, <clears throat> Brooksy, and as well as even Alex Parr and the crew. We have a bunch of them pre-recorded. Little spoiler, uh, so we can keep plugging out this content that we've been having. A lot of great things happening with Jam and the Game Sports Show. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all the platforms. A little bit of breaking news, which wasn't maybe too much breaking, but good way to close off. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is suffering from turf toe as well. He's still expected to play. Kind of seems like a full disaster with injury could potentially go on with Mahomes. That's all I'm going to say. But we had in the pocket here. We're wrapping it up. Justin, thanks for coming on, my friend. We'll talk this week. We've got hockey shows coming up. We got There's a hockey game today midday as well in between the games between Far Toronto Hawk. and Calgary. Yeah, there's TV. I got the TV in the office going to be going. TV in the living room is going to be going. I, I know my girlfriend I live with is not going to be happy about everything that's on. She ain't going to watch anything she wants to watch today uh, at all. There's going to be all the TVs with sports going on. Thank you for coming on the show. But prior to that, uh, of course, before kickoff here today, my friend. No problem. Good talking to you guys before the game. Uh, gets me out of the house a little bit before I go uh, lock the couch down. Because uh, same boat. We got uh, four TVs here, and she gets one of them today. <laughs> EJ, host of the hot seat in Escanaba. What's on tap for the hot seat? Okay, what do you, what do you, what do you have go on recently? What do you have coming up for the hot seat? As well as, thank you for coming on the show here, my friend. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Of course, the hot seat typically record on Thursdays whenever we don't have technical snafus. Uh, last week, Tyler and I had about an hour laid down before I realized that all of a sudden the recording cut out. We did start recording, but then all of a sudden we lost it. And uh, We were going to do football coverage, and then we figured, no, with, uh, with the in the pocket, we'd skip this week. So we're going to be back this week. We will be covering a lot more 
basketball on the hot seat. Tyler may be joining some of these new shows. Uh, I can tell you on his behalf, he's certainly interested in working with Dave, you, uh, and everybody on the platform here uh, with the game entertainment media. Uh, but we'll still cover the NFL. We'll cover all sports on the hot seat. We'll get into our gripes and groans. Um, thank you again to our new sponsor, SoRite, PSO-RITE.com. Use code Gen- GEM10, G-E-M-1-0, to receive an additional 10% off your order. Thanks for having me. Love that. Of course, EJ, Justin, core part of our in the pocket. Of course, also Jamie Antonello, Matt Primo, Dustin Grand. And of course, we see a lot more of Jamie and opposed to the other two, but he was unable to join us here today. So best of luck to everyone who's cheering for the four teams that are playing today between the Buccaneers, Packers, Bills, and the Chiefs. May the two best teams win and move on for an exciting Super Bowl where the weekend is performing. Very excited about that in terms of being a Canadian. But as well, it's a great day for football, great day for sports. Thank you for tuning in on this great day of sports. Hope all of you have a great night and getting to our conclusions portion here. Doing it nice and slow. Wind it up. Keep your stick on the ice. Swing your bats. Catch your touchdown. Journey threes and shoot your shots. Booyah. See ya.